Ladies and gentlemen uh, at Inbetweeners, happy Valentine's Day. You don't need a Valentine because I'm your Valentine. Silence. <laughs> I'm your hostess with the mostest, Alexander with On the Rocks, where celebrities and cocktails mix. Let's see how well they mix because they've already been mixing. I'm telling you. Uh, today, returning as my guest co-host is model, musician, and dancer, and birthday boy, Stephen Daler, fan favorite. Um, our cast today is an embarrassment, an embarrassment of riches. See? See, see what I did there? Um, you know him from Happy Days and Glee, uh, Don Most. He swings and sings. There's going to be a lot of swinging tonight by the end of the, of the show. We're off swinging tonight. And sharing the world premiere of their new music video, Wicked Games, we have the dynamic musical duo actually in studio, Brandon and James. And you want more? We got more. We have YouTube sensation Matthew Olson, a.k.a. the shirtless violinist, joining in, melting classical music and sexiness. There's a lot of sexiness going on tonight. And as always, we have our trusty engineer, Kurt Carlson, making us sound good and look good. We have my mom, Mama Rose, in the chat room saying hello to y'all. So let's get to it. Let the drinks begin. This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On The Rocks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. Okay, so we're running a little bit behind because it's Valentine's Day and there's like traffic everywhere and people in love. I am not kidding you. People are walking down the streets with their damn balloons and their stuffed animals. F you. <laughs> no, seriously, thank you for joining us on Valentine's. We're so excited it's Valentine's Day. But more importantly, Stephen Taylor, it is. It's. It was your birthday yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was my birthday. The big three zero. I was gonna get like a little like. Oh, okay, there, there we go. Yes, please. There we applause. go. Cheers. <laughs> I was going to bring in a little, like, a cupcake or a cake, but I'm like, who really expects you to eat cake? I, I, I like that you think that doesn't happen. Yeah, but, but you ate cake yesterday, supposedly. Yeah, I did. Hmm, no pictures, though. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, Everything else of your life is Instagram. It's like, here's me mailing my taxes. You know, you know you're going to get so mad the more you hang out with me. You're going to be like, this little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I listened to your interview today because you did an interview on Left of Straight Radio Show. I did, yeah. That uh, was fun. That was my first like, radio phone call. You did a great job. Interview. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> but I thought it was so funny. I mean, you did you did such a great interview, and I think your fans are finding out more and more about like your personal life. And we're going to talk today about your musicianship. Um, but then your whole part, it was like, oh, I was underweight this whole my whole oh, life. Shut- and I need six thousand you know, calories. You know, listen, I, 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 there, there's two sides to the spectrum. It's difficult. Yeah, the thin side and the fat side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and if you want to get that middle part, it's still hard either way. Like it was, it was. Thank you for acknowledging people, people my made, people's pain. And people made fun of me a lot. I used to wear huge baggy clothes when I was in high school. I'm not joking. Who made fun of you? Let's call them up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give me that look. No, but it's funny you say that because everybody gets made fun of for, yeah. for, for some reason. God, I wish I was made fun of for being too scared. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that, would be, that would be my life. Anyway, happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I was going to get like a little protein bar with like a candle in it. <laughs> but I don't know if it was in your points for today. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt. Uh, thanks for dressing up today with your karaoke uh, microphone. Yeah, thank you. It's it's pug life. Yes, you're living the pug life. Yeah, exactly. And you got a haircut. I did get a haircut, yes. I was getting too long. Oh, actually, I got multiple hairs cut. Yes, I was waiting for that. <laughs> That's what every, like... More than one. Yes, yeah, yeah, more, more than, than one. More than one cut. Just, and and so it looks good. Yeah, th- well, thank you. Did your wife help you with that haircut? 
No, no, no. I, I surprised her actually one day. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. I just you're getting more romantic now that you're married than you were before. That's good. I, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. That's better. That's better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It could have yeah. gone yeah. the other way. We got haircuts yeah. today too. It's we just came from getting haircuts. Nothing yeah. says I love you, honey, like getting haircuts together. <laughs> yeah. Per- perfectly quaffed. Like, we're spending Valentine's Day with you, with all of you. Oh, we appreciate that, nice? that. Yes. We, we, we nice. so appreciate that. Um, Let me tell you, so do I. We could be at some <laughs> overrated dinner in a crowded <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> and so you're on an overrated talk show. I love it. <laughs> with no food at all, but just alcohol. Um, liquid dinner. <laughs> liquid dinner for us, sweetie. Kurt, do you have a pun for us today? Uh, of course, I always have a uh, pun for you. Always. Everybody, Mr. Most, I'm so I'm so sorry for what's about to happen. Uh, Go uh, ahead, Kurt. Well, all right. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't like to tell puns to kleptomaniacs because they always take things literally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you, you gotta laugh from Don Most. <laughs> I like That's that. the most he's ever gotten laughed at. Oh, oh get it? Oh. 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 I, I thought it was joke. pretty wow. good. Wow. It was good. Yeah, that was good. That was actually one of the better ones. Sometimes yeah. it's rough, but you gotta give him a spot. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you don't give him a spot, our microphones don't work, and yeah, exactly it all goes down. <laughs> get the wrong camera angles and everything else. What did you get your mom? Or your, your mom? <laughs> my mom <laughs> for Valentine's Day. That's <laughs> your wife for Valentine's Day. That is my life. <laughs> Thinking more about my mom and Valentine's. Um, I had uh, some flowers dri- delivered this morning, uh, pink and red stemmed roses um, that showed up right at the door. And then I also got her a card with a pin from because she likes Disney. It's, it was Mickey and Minnie, and it says, "I think you're swell." Oh, that is so cute. Yeah. Look at you. Because before you were just bad. You would like bring home like a block of cheese and be like, let's have a party. Well, I, I still have that block of cheese. Yes. We, we we grate it. It's fresh, you know, block of cheese. <laughs> it's good on on. Well, good for you. Happy Valentine's to you you and and your lovely wife. I had to crash at your house one night. That was interesting. (laughs) Hey, you know. It was like four bottles in. I was like, ah! You you played with Four bottles of vodka in. Yeah. You are a pro. I'm not surprised. No. (laughs) When I woke up, I was surprised. I'm like, oh, my God. Because he has all this Harry Potter stuff, like, all over the place. Yeah. And I don't mean just a few knickknacks. I mean, like. I have the wands. (laughs) That was the least of what was out. That's what I forgot to get Kurt, let's chat later. Okay. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Let's say I woke up and interesting. So speaking of moms, uh, mom, Mama Rose is in the chat room. Woman in the chat room. Happy Valentine's Day, mom. Happy Valentine's Hi. Day. Hi. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. You look fabulous. Thank you. Are you getting? Oh my. Um, are you getting me a, a new daddy for, for Valentine's? No. <laughs> Who is that? No. All right, but I'd like no, to tell just you no. about my thoughts about the Valentine's Day traditions. Yes, Valentine's Day tradition. Mama Rose knows. What do you know? Okay, so of course everybody gives somebody flowers. They give them candy or jewelry or they pop the question or whatever. My favorite tradition is to behead somebody. Oh, God. Now you wondered where I got it. Behead. <laughs> Why is that, Mom? That is because... St. Valentine was actually beheaded. <laughs> that he is true. He was performing marriages in secret for young Roman men, but Emperor Claudius II banned marriage for young men because they wanted them all to be soldiers. So he was doing I'm these okay marriages in secret, so they executed him by Beheading him. Nothing says happy Valentine's like beheading or uh, celebrating <laughs> in the memory of him. That's how I feel. I think it's great. <laughs> so, are you, Mama Rose, are you going to. $20 billion showing their love on Valentine's Day. $20 billion. 
Are you going to rip the heads off of one of those stuffed animals behind you? Oh, <gasps> They're collectors. Oh, my God, items. Alexander, hit him. <laughs> <laughs> He's too far, sweetie. He's too far and much too thin. <laughs> All right, Mama Rose, you're going to be in our chat room. You're going to be answering questions there. You've done your research on our guests. So you could answer. Well, wait a minute. Oh, God. Yeah, I want people it's my to show, Mom. Tell me their best or worst Valentine's Day story. All right, tell on Mama Rose. Facebook Live or the chat room on UBN. UBNRadio.com. You can chat away. Um, if it's burning or if it's wonderful, she'll interrupt us and you'll be part of the show. Mom, thanks so much for ma- womaning the chat room. Don't drink too much. I can tell it's already, so it's already happening. Maybe for you too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. All right. Thanks, Mama. Uh, coming up, we have a giveaway. Uh, ben Rimmelauer, uh, who's one of an amazing performer in New York City. He's a contributor for Out Magazine, Playbill, uh, Advocate. He's bringing his one-man show to L.A. Uh, for two nights, March 3rd and March 4th. And so he is uh, hes coming and he's giving he's letting us give away two tickets. Kurt, do you have the graphic? Kurt. <laughs> we have a fabulous graphic. Anyway, Ben Rimlauer, if you want uh, free tickets on March 3rd or 4th at Casita del Campo, email info at ontherocksradioshow.com. He is hilarious. His show is called Patty Issues, and it details his whole life dealing with Patty Lapone. It's, 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 oh, it's wonderful. amazing. Right. So catch him. He's never in L.A., and um, he's taken New York by storm. Um, he also directed The Real Housewives when they were doing their uh, audio books of their life. Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, February 24th, you'll see me uh, and the telenovela people, Rockanel and Lidiana Rodriguez. They were, on, they were on the show, uh, I think, last month, and they were in My Life as a Telenovela, and they're big telenovela stars. They're performing in Torrance at a place called uh, Stephen's Steakhouse in <laughs> Commerce. <laughs> so I'll see you at Stephen's Steakhouse. I'll be with the steak uh, while they're performing. That's going to be crazy. <laughs> Have you ever seen like telenovela people all in the same room? No, <laughs> no. I What's can't it e- like? Well, I, I, I it, it's crazy. It's like Charles' family reunion, right? Right. But if tables you, are flipping. Yes, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Watch the pilot of My Life Is a Telenovela. It's free on YouTube, um, but it's on WeTV. Uh, next week we have Danny Armstrong, who's currently touring with Postmodern Jukebox. Um, she's actually oh, here. Know. They're touring all over the United States, and they happen to be here uh, next week. So she's going to be in studio. Ricky Rebel, who's the, the male Lady Gaga, is here, and drummer Kenny Aronoff, who was named top. 100 drummers of all time by we Rolling Stone. Kenny. Oh, he's yeah. in next week. Is Kenny. he fun? Yeah. Yes, he's awesome. Does he like him. to drink? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure. Okay. <laughs> Unless he's done at with that. At least he did other points. That's the thing. When, when you get like, like a rock star from the past, they're like, yeah. you don't know. Drinks, not drinks. Right. I don't know. Anyway, well, we'll, we'll have drinks anyway. <laughs> um, so he'll be here. Uh, Lonnie Anderson, we have the first week uh, of March. And I'm, I'm a huge Lonnie Anderson fan, and she looks amazing, you guys. Um, so she'll be in here. All right, Stephen Daler, Stephen Daler, a little catch up. So <laughs> I watched the Super Bowl, as yeah. all butch uh, lesbians do, and um, the outfit I happened to see on your Instagram. So let's let's put this outfit up. You actually modeled the outfits that she used for her dancers before. Yes. Uh, the so the thing that happened when you're designing for um, musical artists, uh, you don't always get that image that the designer needs for their portfolio you know it doesn't always get, get end up being that right way. so my friend designed the outfit and it was um you know just for she didn't even know it was gonna get used well actually he i say she because he's a drag queen but um <laughs> so he asked drag me queen uh styling for lady gaga who would have thought right right and so she designed the outfit and she asked me if i could you know 
model it before they sent it out, literally two days before they sent it out. And I was like, uh, absolutely. So we took some quick shots, and they ended up using it for the finale song, uh, Bad Romance, which was really exciting to see that all come out. And also we were like, oh, my God, they're wearing the outfit. I loved that <laughs> outfit. That I wanted awesome. it as soon as I saw it. I was so like, good. He probably has it. It's probably, like, no, in your closet. No, that, that's the thing. You don't they get, give you, it to you? You, you? don't get the outfits back. That's why, That's why. like, you, you don't never get guaranteed if it's going to be seen. So had no idea if it was going to be on the stage, and then you lose that outfit forever. So it's like, that's why we wanted to get the images before that happened, if it happened. And it didn't, though. But how exciting to see something like you modeled it. It and, was really cool. You know, I've, I've been getting into like articles and stuff and like having like put my photos next to Gaga's. I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. Now I just need a meter. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> if you could only say one thing to Gaga, what would it be? Oh God, I have no idea. I've got to think about this because it's probably going to happen. No, you think so? I, yes. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm she's going to put you in a video. Like, she's going to ask you <laughs> in the post, whatever. Totally. You know, and On the Rocks regulars, Naomi Gross from, from American Horror Story, uh-huh. cover of Variety is Lady Gaga kissing her because that was like at the after party. Oh, my God. That's awesome. That's, that's what amazing. we do to people. We connect you to Lady yeah. Gaga. <laughs> Don Mouse, get ready to kiss Lady Gaga. <laughs> All right. Like, it's just going to happen. Uh-huh. It's, it's, she's it's, like, I'm ready. Gonna, yeah. I'm ready. Um. <laughs> 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 In your modeling and all that, we do know you do take the perfect selfie. Do I really? You come on. <laughs> it's, no. it's always like you always have this naughty look on your face. It's always on point because you know so many people when they post their selfies, it's all airbrushed out. Yeah. I'm guilty of you uh, times because I'm like, like face tune. Yeah, face tune. Yeah. Two. Face tune two. You There's know, a two now. I gotta be up on that. I don't want it to be like a big out though because everybody will start using it. But you know, if somebody's face face tune one or face tune two, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. I know. What's face tune? Don't do, you guys don't need it. It's only for people like me that have bloodshot eyes. It's like clear eyes, boop, clear eyes gone. Gotcha. It's, 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 it's like Photoshop on your like Photoshop yeah. for your phone. Yeah. Gotcha. It's really good though. It is really Some good. people go way too far though. They, they look do. like there's Vaseline on the camera, you know. Like the they Barbara do. Walters filter. Yeah. Yes. It's all look you're glowing. Yeah. It's like yeah. Casper the Friendly <laughs> Ghost. It's like, girl, I saw you last night, it does not look like that. No. <laughs> what was it that meme where it was like, um, you take forty nine pictures and pick the one that looks the best on the internet and you show up looking like the other forty eight? Yes, yes. Grinder. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So everybody get out your cell phones and I want all of our listeners at home, mom. I, I want you to do this too. Really? Get your iPhone 2S out, Mom. I'm no expert, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take, we're, we're take the perfect selfie. So uh, walk us through the perfect selfie. Number one, open up your camera. Yeah. Good. That's, yeah, get Good to start. the front-facing camera. That's the beginning. Yeah. That's the okay. start. And then um, Whoa! usually I like lift it up landscape-wise. I don't like doing oh, it. okay. I'm, always. You on that. I'm always about the landscape. But then, how do you press the button? Well, you press a button with your, you know, oh, thumb, okay. like, in, you know. Oh my God, I'm Asian. I have so many chins right now. All right, so then you got to find your light. We have a lot of light in here. Why so. am I so sweaty? Get out of my selfie. And so when you find your light, you Get also want your, you want your camera to be a little bit higher, so your chin looks a little bit more cut. Do you see that? And then just you just sort of honey, smile. I could lift all night long. It's no. <laughs> but you're making that face. You can't make that face. Oh, okay. What kind of face am I supposed to make? Gotta listen. Gotta sm- you know. You gotta smize. Smize. Right? You know. T- uh, what was her name? Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. Uh, hello, go. Mr. Pop Culture. <laughs> okay. And then. That's all you do. I mean, you should probably get your click. head in the actual photo. No, because I don't want my chest. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you literally okay. cut off like half your face. So, Stephen, let's see. All right, I'll show you. That is my selfie. That is perfect. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Don Most, let's, let's Sorry, see yours. Let's see yours, Don. 
Does that look all right? Yeah. This looks, really, looks really his, good. It looks really good. Mine is the worst of all of them. I feel like arts <laughs> well, and crafts well, you, at camp, you, I always had the shittiest. Uh, you gotta be more confident. <laughs> Don't cut off half your face. Be more confident. Own it. Own okay, yourself. Own it. Um, for our good. listeners, post your uh, Stephen Daler selfie <laughs> and hashtag on the rocks SD. Stephen Daler. Daler. I guess, yeah, Daler. Yes. Yeah. You, got, you learned that today, didn't yes, you? Yes, I, 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 I You're so polite. You, you've never corrected me. I'm saying Deller. I, 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 mean, I have friends that I've known for like eight years that, I, I, that they call me Deller because when I was like coming out into the scene and like getting my name, trying to get my name known, it's just phonetically easier to tell yeah, people it that way. So then well, they'll search with the D-E instead of, if I say it the way it's, you know, German, so it's Daler, um, they'll do D-A. and That makes sense. You know, so I did that for a while, but now... Telling you what it actually is. My name's spelled Brandon, but B R A N D E N. Yeah. And everyone just spells it wrong, and I just accept it. Because, yeah. It's just impossible to try to fix. Yeah. You know. And you're famous. It's on Marquis. Like, like, e N. <laughs> Sydney Opera House is off. You know. Well, Hollywood like on Bowl, contracts and everything, it's like, even though they know <laughs> my name and how it's spelled, it's still spelled wrong. It's it, just like natural. Yeah. It happens all the time. I get a PH all the time. Stephen with the yeah. PH. Like, yeah, all yeah, the time, yeah. Even today. <laughs> anyway, show us your amazing uh, Stephen Daler inspired selfie. Hashtag on the rocks SD, and we'll, we'll take a look. I'll post mine. And, and Thank you. And in keeping with that, uh, let's make the announcement now, I guess. Um, yes. You are officially joining on the rocks. As our resident pop culture uh, correspondent. Yep. We have a fancy graphic. Oh, that graphic. Oh, you yeah, have. have it now? Yes. Oh, yeah, there we go. There it is. I think yeah, Kurt's I, like a secret I, fan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm really excited. I'm Congratulations. Really excited Thank you so much. Uh, so you'll be seeing him regularly. You're going to be reporting to us about everything pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, like off the cuff, I mean, because we're going to start the segment next month. Off the cuff, is there anything that we should be talking about? Um... Well, there's that Katy Perry drama. See, I don't even know what, other than her horrible dress at the Grammys, I don't know of any Katy Perry drama. Well, um, I don't know if it's like a a case of word vomit or maybe this is just sort of her go-to as like an insecurity thing and she went to that. But she she made light of mental illness and like sort of... Oh, I heard that. Yeah. She did? She did. She sort of... of, you, you know, everyone knows that when you know Britney Spears had a public meltdown, she shaved her head, and Katie said some things that was talking about her, like, "Oh, I'll wait till my public my meltdown until I shave my head," and it was just really kind of insensitive yeah. and and. But she's not, making fun of Britney Spears, not really, and we all have made well, fun of Britney Spears' shaved uh, head. Yeah, Let's be honest. but that, but you know, it's a time and a place, and and it was also it just I don't know, it just made light of mental illness in general, and it just yeah. I don't know, it just wasn't very inappropriate. And yeah. for someone who I thought that she was a fan of Britney, you know, she did that jean outfit that mm-hmm. Britney did at the VMAs. Um, I was I was I was really surprised that she said that, and she said it twice. She did it two different times. Maybe she just had a few drinks on the rocks well, that, before her speech, right? <laughs> well, well, I mean, well, like, I've made so many Helen Keller jokes, like the foundation has written to me. I'm not even kidding. Man. Well, you know, she just changed her hair, so maybe that was, like, as an insecurity thing. Like, that just was, like, her, you know, and that's how she reacted. But, she, you know, that's why I said that she did it two times. You know, she didn't just do it once. So that's why it was, drinks. like, yeah, maybe it was probably the alcohol. I mean, she's done so much for the community, uh, for LGBT, mm-hmm. homeless, and, and youth and all that. So yeah. no, I no, think no, she was making more of a Britney joke. Mm. Which is not okay in general, too. You, should, you know, all these women that are they, all these women that are trying to, you know, that, that are, are these celebrities and these stars. They need, they need, you know, right now, women's rights is so important. They need to stick together. Yeah, me and Ross Matthews, we need to stick together. Women's <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you're gonna be bringing us like little tidbits like that. We're yeah, gonna discuss it. Things. We're gonna disagree on it. We're gonna uh, agree on it. Um, you know, we do a segment here that nobody is going to escape from tonight. 
And that is our famous rapid-fire questions. Stephen Devil, you were going first. Oh, God. I, you didn't Please describe time. to me your worst Valentine's Day. My worst Valentine's Day? Uh, probably my first boyfriend. He, our anniversary was on the 12th. My birthday was on the 13th. Valentine's Day was on the 14th. Mixed all of them into one day with a card for Valentine's Day, a balloon for my birthday, and like something else for was our he anniversary. Was poor, though? Maybe he was poor. No. He was just... Lazy? A jerk. <laughs> all right. That's awful. Yeah, wasn't that? Yeah, it just makes it all into one day. I was yeah. like, this is cool. But at that time, it was my first boyfriend, so I was like, this is awesome. What's his phone number? Let's literally call him right no, now. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. I mean, this was like 12 years ago. You know, he's probably a completely different person now. Give the benefit of the doubt. He's probably giving a balloon and a <laughs> shitty, <laughs> shitty card right now. He's at Rite Aid across the way by him right now. Yeah, exactly. All right, who is your celebrity crush? My celebrity crush? Uh... Henry Cavill, Superman, all the way. Done. Uh, your favorite thing about runway modeling? The adrenaline. I want to do it all the time. Your least favorite thing about runway modeling? Uh, you get there like eight hours early to do 15 seconds of work. Yeah. Let's be honest. The last Marco Marco runway show you were in... Was amazing. That you was like stole so the cool. show though. It was pretty much it was you <laughs> and like Vicky Vox for all the pictures. But every Vicky wasn't picture... in that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how big her personality is. <laughs> she is always going to be there. She's always in there. Yes. Yeah. But like you, I mean, you were pretty much the runaway runway. It's oh, it's it's, it's, a, it's a difficult it's a difficult show to stand out because you have so many personalities and people are really there for the drag queens and you know that's what that's what that show is. So for to be in it as someone that's not a drag queen. You know, you have to do your best to stand out. But yes, your assets definitely. I fell out a little bit. Do you ever like, like with your family? Like, do you ever get nervous about some of the images that, that no, are out there? No. Once my mom sort of like knew the gist of how nude modeling I get, she just was like, she she recalled when I was a little kid and I would I was such a little escape artist, but I was also an escape artist. I was also like a nudist, so I would just. I was like, you know, a little toddler would escape the house and then just run down the street naked. And she was like, you know, some things just never change. <laughs> you still do that. <laughs> That's a nice way to accept it. <laughs> Go to Sweetser Avenue after midnight and you'll, you'll see who Dini's reading. All it right. is Tuesday. <laughs> um, who is a, a big model name that you just don't get? You're like, really? And it could be from the past if you want to play it safe. No, I, I mean, there's a lot of models out there that I don't get, so I don't really don't. I can tell you that. Just one. Now, in that, th- I thought it was three five fire questions. That's the fourth one. No, that that was five. Oh, what? five. We did five. Yeah. Dang. Never mind. I must be drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! Once once you get older, you know, it just it just all goes. It's right, right, but that three zero just hit, and now I forget everything. So before we bring on our our first guest, um, you know, the whole theme today is uh, is music, and I'm so excited to have everybody here because we have music from all aspects of life. But there's this classical music theme that's running through through, and so Stephen, um, I snatched this from the internet. <laughs> um, People know you play the piano, but I don't think that they know that you play the piano. Like, you play the piano. 2,000 people do. (laughs) (laughs) That was just me today. Is that how it works? Apparently, your apartment is so hot that you you can't wear anything because the friction and you can't play the keys right. Listen, I understand my brand. (laughs) Do you have a shaved head in that? Yeah, this is is like... About four years ago. That's before he puts his hair on like William Shatner. <laughs> actually, <laughs> just, uh, actually, just a hat. <laughs> um, this is actually, uh, this is a clip from uh, Fantasia Impromptu. It's Fantasy Impromptu. <laughs> <laughs> Show off. <laughs> this is a long time ago. 
I actually notice your finger work. I think it's great. Thank you. It's pieces like this. Take I didn't me mean a while it. This is not, <laughs> oh, not easy to play. No, and on the keyboard too. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. No. The touches. It's like butter. I got. <laughs> it's like butter. Do you have pants on? Yes, I do. I do. Yes. <laughs> I love how you rest your other hand. It's like it needs rest. <laughs> it's, just, it's tired. And then it comes back. I don't know. It's just like how the feeling of it. It's gorgeous, Thank though. You. And it's, it, it just flows so well. And this is a huge part of your talent that we don't get to see a lot. Yeah, I, I, try, I try to upload videos every once in a while to YouTube um, whenever I feel inspired to. But, you know, it's a pain in the butt balancing my iPhone on like a... It's a, it's a process for me to get that video. <laughs> so you're an active classical pianist. Yeah, I, I was, I was uh, classically trained for 10 years, and I've, I've played now for 22 Cool. James is also a classically trained pianist. Did you ever play that fantasy impromptu in your studies? Nope. No. How wait. about the Fantasia impromptu? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Play that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but go to Stephen uh, Daler's YouTube. Uh, it's uh, Stephen D E H L E R because you play everything from Disney to Broadway uh, to more classical pieces, and it's just beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're gonna have you play on the show live once. I'll have to figure out a way to bring that keyboard here. <laughs> well, we can actually plug in a keyboard. I actually donated a keyboard to the station. We have it around here oh, somewhere. There you go. Yes. My neighbor didn't want me to have it at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to bring in our first guest. Um, so this guy, Matthew Olson, has, has become this huge YouTube sensation. Um, his videos have gone viral. He plays classical violin, and he also plays some, some modern stuff. Um, and what I love about this show is all about like reinventing yourself. Like you guys, the world premiere of your music video is a totally different take of what you guys usually do. Don, you know, from, from happy days and acting and directing, um, and now you're swinging, and you, I mean, you, you know, talk about reinventing yourself to the public I mean Steven you know runway model and now you're playing piano and me I'm just still drinking okay you play piano okay okay thanks for setting me straight (laughs) Um, so we have Matthew oh my god he already has his shirt off Matthew we can see you hey (laughs) hey there how are you (coughs) doing very well thanks so you have been featured in Instinct Magazine, DNA Magazine, Pop Sugar Uh, people are writing about you more and more every day your videos have gone viral um, now, do you think you've gone viral because your plane is so good because it is beautiful or uh, because of your physique, which is okay? <laughs> I think it's a bit of both, and especially the fact that it's never been done before. No one has ever combined uh, shirtlessness with classical music. It's something that's been a, done a lot in uh, pop music, but uh, classical musicians have stayed clear of making classical music sexy. <laughs> well, well, you know, and I think that's on a resurgence, though, because I think the younger people are coming back to classical music. Mm-hmm. That's what I think coming back to opera a little bit, even though mm-hmm. they charge $400 a ticket. Um, but it's bringing it to this new culture. Um, <laughs> yes, in a very uh, pr- provocative way. He's getting a little flustered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was your first idea to take off your shirt? Was it like a hot Chicago day? I don't think it was just an idea. <laughs> was it a demand? <laughs> Actually, it's a funny story. I was playing Hallelujah, which is my newest uh, uh, music video. I was playing it here in this room. And uh, I had always wanted to do a YouTube channel, make beautiful videos, stunning locations. Um, But I didn't know what my edge would be. How would I differentiate myself from uh, other YouTubers? And I was playing Hallelujah right here. And my boyfriend said, "Um, okay, well, would you do it again, but take your shirt off? So I was like, okay, sure. So I took off my shirt and I played it again. And he said, 
you have to promise me one thing. I said, what? He's like, if you do the YouTube channel, you got to be shirtless. And, and the rest is history. Was, <laughs> the rest is history. I'm going to have to say your videos are, are beautifully shot, and they're so different. Like your Hallelujah, you have a little chorus. It's actually in a church, shirtless in a church. Um, <laughs> which is very interesting. Um, but you're also doing stuff. You're selling shirts and giving money to charity. So you're doing more than just showing off your skills and looks. Yes. Yeah, we decided that um, uh, people who are homeless and hungry were uh, close to my heart. And so we decided to start the Shirt Off My Back Challenge to encourage people to give food, clothing to people in their local community and raise awareness for those issues. You That's know, it's so, so funny. People are asking you to take your shirt off, but they're telling me to put mine back on. Like, it's, just, it's so weird. <laughs> I wanted to start, like, the pantless radio show host. It wouldn't catch on because you, you can't see. I could be pantless right now. Nobody would even know. I think you are, aren't you? <laughs> God, I wish it's hot in here. <laughs> He's wearing booty shorts. Yes. <laughs> so, Matthew, so what has this done for you? You know, because now you've gotten, you're getting all these hits. You're being, you're being fawned over on Instagram and social media platforms. Um, what has this done to your violin career? Um, do some people in the classical music world kind of, you know, frown? Yeah, frown upon that, or has it done wonders for you? Um, the classical music world has actually been really harsh on it. It's been something where they've said, come out and said, you can't model and be a classical musician. You can't do both. Uh, well, and they should listen what- to your clips because yes, you can. Yeah, actually, uh, my website actually has a, a brand new blog post that says um, uh, it says that you, you, you can't model and be a, a classical musician. And I basically say, yes, I, you can. And yes, I did. Good for you. And it talks yeah. all about that. Well, I, so I love rest, it. Outside the, outside the classical world, it's been really an amazing reception. I had no clue it would be so well received. Oh, girl, please, you knew. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. Well, in this day and age, sex sells, and he's opening the door for so many people that might not have gotten interested in it if he didn't do it. So right. I don't know why, also I don't know why. making classical music accessible that's, to people who wouldn't. That's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. you guys do. You guys do that all, all the so time. It's so funny. There's a shirtless classical music theme going on. Yeah. When you <laughs> yeah. that, that's so weird. We're Don Mouse, shirtless. we're going to have you take your shirt off in just a second, too. We're <laughs> okay. Talk about happy days. It's going to be happy days for all of us. Happy days and gleeful. I'll tell you that much. Uh, it's too much. Um, so how much time do you spend in the gym, and then how much time do you spend uh, rehearsing? It's about, uh, it's about the same. It's about an hour and a half in the gym and about two hours a day rehearsing if I'm not recording. So what do you do in your free time, then? You're probably editing. Do you edit all your own stuff, or do you have a team behind you? Um, actually, my boyfriend directs, edits, and uh, does all the behind-the-camera work stuff. And screens Ooh. your calls, too. I've, I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, th- I think that's, that's great. Um, you have a violin in your hand. Are you, are you going to give us a, a demonstration? We're actually going to play one of your videos, too. Well, I was going to play Guess This uh, Valentine's Day Love Song. Oh, Yes. Yes! With my boyfriend, Rene. I am the greatest singer in the world. (laughs) I love that song. Thank you so much. So are you doing anything romantic for uh, Valentine's Day? Like putting a shirt on and going out to a restaurant? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we have a very nice, we have a favorite restaurant, and we're going out there for a nice dinner, get our favorite burgers, of all things. Oh, please. Nobody believes that. <laughs> Plate of dust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, is it hard for, you know, you're in a relationship, is it hard to have all these people fawning over you and, and tagging you in post and, and noticing you for, for your body? Is that weird for the relationship? No, actually, um, uh, Paul is the least jealous person I have ever met. We both laugh and have a lot of fun with it, and uh, it's been great. It, has, it hasn't done a thing to the relationship. I love that. You know, that means it's a good, solid relationship and probably open. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> wow, you laughed a little too hard. Happy Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> okay, Matthew, we do a segment here called Rapid Fire, and nobody can escape its clutches. Are, are you ready? I am ready. What is the most embarrassing song on your playlist? Ooh, Perfect Illusion. Okay. Ah. What is one classical piece that you think is totally overrated? Uh, Flight of the Bumblebee. Oh, I love <laughs> Flight of the Bumblebee. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Uh, what is the most romantic love song around? Ooh, Come Fly With Me, sung by Frank Sinatra. Good choice. Mr. Don Most, his, his, his eyes perked up a little bit. Um, if you could do uh, a live performance uh, at any place, at any time, uh, what, what would it be? Would it have been in the past at this certain place, or would it be now at a certain venue? What, what is your dream performance? Uh, Central Park with Andre Bocelli. Oh, that's a good answer. You're, you're so nice. way better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um, That's why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, Matthew, what, what, what is your binge food? And don't say hamburgers. We won't believe it. Chocolate. Oh. Do you like dark chocolate or dark white chocolate? chocolate. Yeah. Really yes. Dark chocolate. Really dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Dark chocolate yes. means that you have more intelligence. I read that somewhere. <laughs> or I, I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> no, but I, I, I've heard that, that it actually really? means um, yeah, more. Oh, yeah, dark chocolate is an antioxidant. It's good for you. Well, I I, that's why I have so much of it. I'm trying to antioxidate myself. Matthew, are you coming out to the West Coast anytime soon? Well, I live I live in the Seattle area, so I am on the West Coast. But I will be down in L.A. a couple times this year. Okay, when you're down, you have to come in studio. I would love that. That would be a lot of fun. Awesome. Tell our listeners where they can find you and where can they, they can see your videos. We're going to play a, a little snippet after we let you go. So I'm on YouTube, uh, my channel, Shirtless Violinist, Facebook, I've got a fan page there, Shirtless Violinist, Instagram, Shirtless Violinist, Twitter, Snapchat. Thank you so much for Skyping in with us, and thank you for uh, being so skilled. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. I look forward to seeing you next time. Awesome. Thank you so much, and I'm so glad to see your rise to fame, and keep up the good work. Thanks a lot. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Thank you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) How are you, you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to actually watch a little snippet of one of his viral videos. Check out his last one. Um, it's the Hallelujah song, and it's actually done in a church. We're not going to play that one, though, because I want you to all uh, to go see it. Uh, we're going to play a little bit. Uh, speaking of Katy Perry, he actually covers Katy Perry oh, really? um, in different venues. Uh, this is one of his earlier videos. Let's take a look at Matthew Olson, the shirtless violinist.
So that's just to give you a little taste of Matthew Olson. I'm sure we all want a he's bigger fantastic. taste. He's, he's got right? Yeah, yeah so, I want to go check out the other videos. I'm, I'm sure you will. <laughs> Happy Valentine's. Right? He'll Happy be in the other room tonight, Brandon. <laughs> when you're together for a long time, that's what you do on Valentine's Day. Yes. You go, videos yeah, yeah. you're like, good night, honey. It's nine o'clock. Go to your separate bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually come from a musical family. My uncle plays violin, viola. Um, James, what made you choose the cello? Well, actually, it, it chose me a little bit like a Harry Potter wand. <laughs> That's a big wand. It's oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Have another oh drink. God. Here we Cheers. go. Sorry, Don Most. We have Don Most here. Sorry. Cheers to that. So I actually began on violin. And uh, a year after, a year into my lessons, my teacher recommended because of the size of my hand that I should play cello. He has giant so, hands. Like, they're like, you should give some to size Trump. 14 <laughs> feet. <laughs> Just keeps coming. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> How do you text? Really badly. You know what's funny? Like because thumb, 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 thumb. Well, at eight least letters you at can a time. use the iPhone 7 and not have to do the well, double tap. He has a five. If, if only I could get so. into this year. Oh, no. I don't have it either. I'm stuck in two. We're going to start a GoFundMe for your iPhone 7. Could you? <laughs> yes. That would be amazing. Wait till the 7S. Isn't that supposed to come out? They do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. elected not to get one. He liked the size of this one better. I don't, but see, you have such big hands. One, the, yeah, but the big they ones are, are uncomfortable. You have to like stretch your thumb all the way over here to get there. But you don't have to because your hands. Right. It's good warm-up for the show. It's very quirky. It's funny because I'm, I'm, I'm friends with you guys, but Brandon and I m- message each other most because yours comes out as like all these letters. Special needs. I'm not making fun of anybody. Oh, God. The whole Katy Perry thing. Anyway, before we get into our in-depth, we need to thank our sponsors. Of course, Test Loop, great sponsor. It's the only way to travel in style from L.A. to Palm Springs and also L.A. to Vegas. And you guys just bought oh. a house in Vegas. Yes, we did. You guys have to do Tesla. Thank you. So Tesla puts you in a Tesla. They give you your own little space pod. You have your own privacy, and it zooms you away, and it's affordable. Like, like someone else's privacy. As in this <laughs> yeah. Well, Not they need drive. their privacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't drive. It's just like it's a fancy lift. We don't say the other word. There's anymore. another. There's a yeah. driver. We deleted there's a driver, it. but car. <laughs> there, there's a driver, but they put it on autopilot. My driver played the ukulele while we were going through the hills on the way to Palm Springs. I'm really? not even kidding. Are you serious? Yes. There's actually Did go you to take YouTube. A video of that? Yeah, go to YouTube for uh, "On the Rocks with Alexander," and you'll see in the test loop, and the doors open up on the side like Back to the Future. Wow. And you get like, your own cars. headphones, you get your own concierge, and she comes up about 20 minutes in, tells you the history of the car, the history of Tesla, and then you get your own snacks. No drinking, <laughs> oh, though. Snacks. But snacks, it's affordable. Snacks. It's what you would pay for like an Uber, even actually a little bit less, but it's great. So Tesloop, we love Tesloop. They drive me around everywhere. Nice. <laughs> I'll have to look at them. Yes, yeah. please do. Um, and also, uh, our media sponsors, Hillcrest Social, the LGBT app in San Diego. They stream us Facebook Live, and then they stream us in their app every week. We love Hillcrest Social. Uh, the founder was our guest co-host last week, and I'm going to be doing a lot of events in San Diego. So San Diego, I'm coming for you. We were just there. Well, Hillcrest is great. Well, and I'm going to be doing Out at the Pride or Out at the Fair, which I hope you guys will be performing. We're working on it, right, Justin? Yeah. Yes, we're working on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's coming up soon, huh? Well, June. June. That's yeah. soon. It's I like need to start rehearsing. Time now. flies. Steven, maybe you can play. Hey, I'll be in San Diego at the end of the month. Okay. Alexander, oh, I'm so sorry we missed your show at Rockwell Table and Stage. How was it? I got really sick you on can a plane. Ask, yes, you can ask somebody from your team who showed up. I know. That's but what the, I, we sent him. 
Oh, he came willingly. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. We forced him. Oh, he was at. Oh, he didn't need to force him when he got there. He was at the bar with the bartender the whole night. Oh. Oh, yes. So we love Hillcrest Social. They give away free tickets every week, um, actually on Tuesday, to coincide with our show. So you can get a lot of free stuff. Um, also, uh, our media sponsor on Instagram, Bears, Cubs, and Scruff. Um, a celebration of everything Bear, Cub, and Scruffish. I don't know what to say about that. Scruffish. And also, for Valentine's Day, um, our try-and-true uh, sponsor is Spunk Lube uh, for all of your needs. And everybody goes home with Spunk Lube. Happy birthday, Stephen Deller. Uh, thank you. M- Mr. Don Mouse, this I'll is for you and out, your wave. Okay. I'll find out what Spunk Lube is all about. Right? Yes. It's yep. for your car, Talk right? Talk about happy days. You can, you can, <laughs> you can yeah. grease a few cars when we're done. I'm looking forward to finding out what yes. this is all about. Yes. <laughs> I think we thank you. still have some left from the last bottle we were given. You shouldn't have any left. show. Oh, happy marriage. Anyway. <laughs> Don, this is actually featured on many Hollywood sets, and, you know, you're a big director. You might, well, it's a different kind of movie, but still. <laughs> and then finally, our final sponsor, Panache Optical Gallery in Palm Springs. We love them. They do custom wear eyeglasses and sunglasses to every every Hollywood person, uh, from classic Hollywood to new Hollywood. Uh, they've given me my pair of sunglasses. So we do a special segment called The Moment of Shade, brought to you by Panache Optical Gallery in Palm Springs. Look them up online. This Moment of Shade is brought to you by none other than Miss Joan Crawford. You know, uh, Ryan Murphy's new feud is coming out? Yes. Oh, my God, it looks so good. Who was yeah. having a viewing party? Somebody has somebody, to be doing Somebody party. should. What channel is it on? FX? FX, FX. Yeah, FX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been traveling. What's, tell me about it. I don't Susan even know. Susan Sarandon as Betty you Davis. You know about this? No. Jessica Lange as Joan Crawford. Are you serious? And yeah. it's an eight-episode it's it's series. It's about that movie that they made together. What was it called? Whatever Excuse Happened me? to Baby Jane. I've never Jane. seen it. Whatever you, Happened to Baby Jane. Yeah, Thank I've you, never Mr. Don Mose, for bringing it. Somebody brought it. Give us back your day cards. I haven't. I need to. Now I need to. You have to. You I don't even know what anyone's saying. <laughs> he speaks Australian. Don't worry about him. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go go watch it. Yeah, it's the to. campiest, wonderful. Oh, but you've seen it? What happened to Baby Jane? I thought I was in it for oh, a few no, years. Oh, no, no, no. But the, the, <laughs> F- the FX um, miniseries. I, I, got a screener, I got a screener to one of the episodes. Oh, did you? Yep. Oh, so when it? does it premiere? Because I'm coming to your party. March 5th. We're there. No, we're not. We're in Hawaii. But we'll have our own party. <laughs> There's such a tease. I'll be at your house in Vegas. Could you actually? Just yes. leave the keys. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so our moment of shade. We love to bring moments of shade from pop culture. You'll probably do a moment of shade next month with your new segment. Oh, he did a couple of moments of shade already on the uh, show. Oh. How, about, how about in the green I room? I, hey, I don't throw shade. I shed light. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Uh, Happy Valentine's, everybody. Uh, this letter is, uh, is dated August 1962, and it was right in the middle of filming of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Joan mm. Crawford writes, Bob Deere, and we assume it's Bob Ulrich who directed it. Mm-hmm. I hope by now you have had an opportunity to talk to Bet about her body odor. It is quite, <laughs> and quite is underlined. The distraction for me working within close proximity to her if she refused to bathe or wear adequate adequate deodorant. I have found myself gagging on several occasions during filming. Fondly, Joan. Boop! <laughs> Your moment of shame, ladies and gentlemen, from Panache oh Optical. Where did you get that letter? Uh, it's, it's online, actually. Wow. All this That's stuff is resurfacing. One. Like, wow. some of the stories, Joan Crawford, there's a scene where uh, Betty Davis has to carry Joan Crawford, and she put rocks in her jacket, so that Betty <laughs> Davis had to, like, really strain and all that. Well, like, in the preview, like, she kicks her in the head. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, all no. all good stuff. Yeah. Uh, please yeah. take a moment to engage us on our social media, Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air, Facebook On The Rocks Radio Show, and our website OnTheRocksRadioShow.com, uh, which go visit because we have some fun behind-the-scenes pictures, but it's being revamped. 
I have to pay somebody. I don't have time anymore. I'd like to formally welcome our guests. Now we get down to the nitty-gritty. Gentlemen, I hope you're ready. We're ready. Okay, um, I am. Um, formally, uh, Brandon and James. Brandon uh, has had a sex- successful career. A, a, a sex change. What was that? <laughs> Let me least just grab That's slip. next week. A slip of the tongue. <laughs> yeah. Did it involve me? Because I don't think I was there. <laughs> Those are called Freudian slips. This was pre-James. Uh, <laughs> had too much vodka. Yeah. Yes. I haven't even had that much. I'm just... Uh, Flustered. I love, here it. I love it. It's because of the shirtless violinist. <laughs> yes. Uh, Brandon uh, had a successful career on stage and in recording prior to meeting the Australian cellist James. Some of Brandon's accolades include finishing as a uh, 2013 finalist on America's Got Talent uh, with the renowned uh, 12 tenors and two solo. Oh, I, just, I skipped a line. Uh, America's Got Talent appearances at the Metropolitan Opera, Lyric Opera of Chicago, and Los Angeles Opera. Two world tours with renowned 12 tenors and two solo releases worldwide. Awesome. James brought to the mix his own share of musical accomplishments, studying as a pianist at a young age and a career in music education before discovering performance as his ultimate love. And now his new ultimate love. I I wrote that in real fast. Well, I'm his real ultimate love, so. I'll, I'll be. (laughs) Obvi, <laughs> obvi. Uh, James initially came on board to music direct one of the Mary, uh, many charity concerts that Brandon it was Mary was, also. Yeah. It was during There Christmas. was a lot of Marys in the audience, right? <laughs> uh, that Brandon was performing in at the time, and their connection was so immense that they began to play together, and the rest is history. Uh, since then, they've been touring around the world, sharing the stage with legends such as Sarah McLaughlin, Rita Moreno, Sally Struthers, Loretta Devine, Bruce Valanche, Constantine, I have so many stories about Constantine because he loves to drink. <laughs> we, we noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. We've, I've, I've hung out with him late. <laughs> 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 Nothing gay at all, but it's been like 4 a.m. and w- whatever venue are still giving us drinks and he'll be singing Jesus Christ Superstar. It's amazing. He's awesome. He is awesome. He's a super nice guy. So nice. Um, they regularly entertain for Princess Oceana and Asmara Cruise Lines. It sounds like a drag queen. Uh, with their shows, um, anywhere from Bach to Bieber. I love it. And tonight they're sharing the world premiere of Wicked Games. Also joining us, Mr. Don Most. Uh, he's probably best known for his co-starring role as Ralph in the long-running television series Happy Days. Uh, during this time, he worked with such emerging talents as Ron Howard and Gary Marshall. And he has also been seen uh, in Glee, uh, feature film credits, Ed TV, a course directed by Ron Howard. The great Buck Howard, starring John Malkovich. We have to talk about that. Um, in television, and your television credits are intense, starting with your first role in Emergency, which I love, um, <laughs> but also includes Star Trek Voyager, huge Trekkie, uh, Yes Dear, The Crow, Sabrina, Sliders, Dark Skies, and Family Guy. And now he has gone back to his first love, which is singing. Um, he always loves singing the standards, uh, swing, big band style of music, and you've mounted your own show, Donnie Most Sings and Swings. I love that title, by the way. <laughs> I think I have a few movies titled that, but it's not, it's yeah. not about that. Um, and you're now entertaining audiences um, around the country and um, the CD, which I have in my hand, but I also have some tracks on my computer as well, uh, Mostly Swinging. You guys have to get this. It's like uh, Tony Bennett, Frank Sinatra, and, and Bobby Dean Martin. Da- and Bobby Darren. And Bobby Darren. Yeah. Who is oh, the good stuff. Bobby Darren. Bobby. It's like he they was all, my man. It's like they all had like a baby together, and <laughs> we have Don <laughs> Most. That's it. Well, I've listened to those people my whole life. I, I was singing before I was acting. When I was 15 years old, I was singing in the Catskill Mountains hotels and nightclubs in a review, and that was my first passion, so... It's great going back to it. And you took tap lessons, too. Oh, yeah. I was at a school where I had to learn 
tap, you know, singing, dancing, and acting, and um, but but it was it was a passion. This and it's you know the swing and the jazz standards is something that is so exciting to me, and I'm just fortunate and happy that I can be doing it at this stage in my life. You know. Well, and I, I love this. And as an artist, we always have to reinvent ourselves. We all have a passion. And it's like we sit home. It's like, okay, what are we going to do now? You went from acting. I mean, you left Happy Days. Mm-hmm. You left seven years into its 11-year run. Yeah, I did. That must have been a big choice. Your agent probably well, wasn't too happy with no, you. No, my agent was not happy. No, they did not want me to leave. But, you know, I was stubborn. I was about 20. I, I started the show when I was 20. And uh, seven years into it, um, I just felt... Okay, I've been playing this one character for seven years, and the show was great, but it was starting, in my opinion, to change and not be in the direction I felt comfortable, and I wanted to move on and try to break out, you know. So it was a tough decision, but I loved everybody I worked with. I mean, they were incredible, but uh, it was a creative decision. Well, that takes a lot of chutzpah, you know, <laughs> to do that. I wanted to uh, to take a quick peek at, at one of your moments on, on Happy Days. Oh, sure. Um, your, your cult following is, is immense. Um, but let's take a look uh, at this scene. What's wrong with these uniforms? I kind of dig them. Well, these aren't uniforms. These are locker room scraps. Where are we going to get money for uniforms, huh? We're lucky the Reverend Harlan gave us enough money to buy caps. Okay, then we need someone to talk with him and convince him that we have to look good to play good. Why don't you go down today, Rich? Me? Yeah, you're the team captain. That's only on the field. Look, if I go, we all go. Okay, we'll all go. But you talk. But if the Rev starts one of his deep theological discussions, I'm splitting. Our ideas are miles apart. Come on, Ralph. It's true. He's against everything I deeply believe in. Like what? Like necking, driving movies, girly books, inspiration point, Bridget Bardot. You go to church every Sunday. Of course. I'm as religious as the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly became a fan favorite. And that role was really, it was a role, but it was just a bit part. And they expanded it for you. Yeah. Well, I actually auditioned for the role of Potsy. And um, then they created that role for me because they liked my screen test. And then um, it started growing and growing, like you said, evolved and got to the point where, you know, I became one of the guys as, as opposed to a peripheral character, which yeah. was in the beginning. And I heard, was there supposed to be a spinoff with Potsy and, and Ralph? Uh, yeah, there was. Uh, we were this close. I mean, they, we, we, um, we did an episode um, where Potsy and I were rooming together in an apartment, but it was like almost like an odd couple. You know, yeah. we, we yeah, couldn't yeah. get along. So they decided this should be a show, and um, they even I, – I remember going to where they were uh, recording the theme song. I mean, they got to the point where they had a theme song I for the song. I didn't know it went that far. Yeah, it went that far. And then the last, you know, the 11th hour, Fred Silverman shot it down. He was the president of uh, ABC, and then it didn't happen. But, you know, I wasn't too upset at the time because I wasn't sure I really wanted to – do that. That would have extended that same character yeah. over. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I was like starting to be ready to move on, you know? Now, in a moment of shade, um, I know uh, because uh, they used a lot of songs from the 50s, but because it was only 20 years later, really. Yeah. And so a lot of That's the rights right. a, a lot of the rights were really expensive to have the original singers. Yeah. So they had Potsy record some of the songs that came through the jukebox. Yeah, they had him, and they also had some other people do sound-alikes, you know, for Nat King Cole songs and 
and whatnot because, yeah, it was too expensive to get the original. Were you a little jealous to see I – mean, I know you're good friends with him, but was yeah. it wasn't you were a little jealous? Oh, like, it was tough. Yeah. It was very tough. I'm, You know, all of a sudden, you know, Anson was singing all these songs, and, and that was my background. Yeah. I was singing before I was acting, and I was like – Oh, this is, you know, right. I, I have to do something about yeah. this. So I, I set up a meeting with Gary Marshall, who is an incredible uh, man and creative talent, our leader, our exec, the creator of the show. And um, we, we lost a great man. Gary passed away, you know, right. not long ago. And um, I set up a meeting with him to, to pitch that I should get a chance to sing, you know. And I, it was crazy because... Um, he had already. I didn't know that Hanson had established this whole thing with Gary. Hey, I want to start a band. I'm a singer, so Gary, you know, initiated that. And then when I went to him, and I pleaded my case, you know, with great enthusiasm and and great fervor, and and he's just sitting there behind his desk listening to me, looking at me, and then after I finally finished, he goes, "If I was going to put on an act, and I needed a juggler, I wouldn't need." Two jugglers. Oh. <laughs> That's what he said to me. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't need two jugglers. And I went, oh, oh, okay. I think I understand. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But then I got the drift of it. He, he didn't want to mess that he had established Potsy as a singer. I was the guy who sort of thought he was the class clown, the comedian. And he didn't want to, you know, mess with that. So... I didn't, you know, get to do much singing on the show, but now I'm doing it. Well, and I love that. And, you know, talking about this little ri- rivalry, because you guys are really good friends. Oh, we're great friends. Um, he released a single uh, that hit the Billboard 100, and you released a single that also hit the Billboard 100. Oh, yeah. And you guys were like neck and neck. <laughs> <laughs> How funny. I know. Yes. Crazy, crazy, crazy you guys, times. Go to YouTube and look up... Um, uh, look up Potsy Deeply because he sings, I think it's for one of the proms, and yeah, Anson yeah, yeah, yeah. sings Deeply. So it sweeps to the audience, and there's one shot of you because you're with your date at the time, and there's one shot, and you look over like this. I'm not kidding you. I'm probably like going, what the hell? Why can't I get a chance? Right? <laughs> um, for our listeners, just to put Happy Days in the context of, of us uh, today, um, Happy Days de- debuted in 1974 and celebrated life uh, two decades earlier than it aired. Right. That would be us setting the show during the Clinton presidency, and the soundtrack would feature Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Vanilla Ice. Isn't there a show on right now? That can you, can they, you believe that? There's a show that, that takes place in the 90s right now. You don't know the show? I hated the 90s. Things really? was the 80s. The 90s? Right? Oh, Stranger Things was the 80s. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 But there is something in the 90s. You know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? right? Yeah. Yes. But I spent so much of my childhood watching your show, and I, it, it's like one of those quintessential Americana shows, but right? It is. It's like when America was great. <laughs> right? When the family could buy a house that wasn't just two rooms, it was that whole thing, and it was, you know. It was all the Eisenhower post-war. era. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was possible. Did you guys yeah. know um, Happy Days was supposed to be, well, it was called Cool was the, was the name, um, but it sounded too much like cigarette commercial, something like that. Um, but the show was supposed to be set in the 20s and or 30s. What? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Gary Marshall, when they, he was structuring the show, he says, you know, I know the 50s better. That's when I grew up. And so then that's when they moved it to the 50s. Oh, I, that, I, how, how do you know that? Yeah. And I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. No, honestly. He's a prompter in his Thank you, Gary Marshall from Beyond. Yes. <laughs> no, but actually, and Fonz, uh, Mickey Dolenz had auditioned for the role it was, of it was, it was down to Henry 
Winkler and Mickey Dolenz for that role. Yeah. Yeah, it got down to the two of them. But I heard that Mickey Dolenz was too tall. No, no, I don't, I don't think that was it. I, I mean, the original concept was, you know, he's a tough, intimidating guy. And Henry was five seven maybe you know so i mean mickey mickey physically fit it much more so but henry came in and totally blew the guy you know the, the producers casting director everybody away because he intimidated everybody in the room even though you know size didn't matter it was just his whole persona and and you see henry was a serious actor he was not anything like that character and, and it's funny. And he did an amazing job with it. He did a great job. I mean, yeah. he created this icon. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, he's dyslexic, and so during his audition, he couldn't he couldn't get the lines right, so he <laughs> improved much of most of his audition. Yeah, I think he might have went off book a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys really created this this great uh, tight knit team. In fact, you guys would play softball as as a team. Oh with yeah, the whole cast with Mary oh, yeah. Ross and, and oh yeah, we played in in major league stadiums all across the country with to forty thousand people coming to see our game before the the pro, you know the major wow. league game. It was insane, just crazy. I have to ask about some of the superstars other than the cast. You guys really set yourself up as as icons. Like you've seen your face so many times now in repeats. But John Lennon visited the set. Yes, he did. How crazy was that? That was unbelievable. With with Julian, his son, he was about nine. Yeah. Um, I re- it was an, it was about the sixth episode in our first season, and I remember we were, we were rehearsing in Arnold's, you know, in the in the malt shop. And it was when we were one camera, not in front of an audience. We were shooting the show like a movie. And um, Anson went over to get some coffee near the stage door. And he came back and he said, there's a guy over there who looks just like John Lennon. And we're going, yeah, right, right, George. John Lennon's <laughs> oh, coming. Oh, so they didn't tell you before? No, nobody told us anything. Oh, that's interesting. And, 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 and we said, yeah, right, John Lennon's here to come see us. And then like two minutes later, he walks over with his son and we're like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's freaking John Lennon. That must have been surreal. Oh, my God. And he spent like, you know, three, four hours just hanging out with us. And he was drawing, he was doodling things for the crew. And I wish I had had some of those doodles that he created. And he, and he was a very soft-spoken, incredibly gentle, nice, wonderful man. And, you know, I have that picture. that They took a picture of all of us together. I have wow. that hanging over my an amazing, amazing day. Now, as a singer, and, and you guys, because you you guys have come across like so many singers, like big time singers. Do you just want to like share your talent? Like I sing too, blah. You know what I mean? Like I try to sing at everybody. <laughs> just you do that. I think <laughs> it's true. I'm not even kidding you. You guys met Shirley Jones. I had Shirley Jones on the show. Yes, she came in the green room. I'm like hi. I was like oh, oh and she was like oh god. <laughs> Did you just want to go over to him and like sing and be like I I'm a musician no, and no, no, not really. I mean, I was we were just kind of in shock, you know. Yeah, I mean, we just, we just wanted to sit and listen to and talk to and, you know there was nothing else but I, I it's hard to even describe it was surreal you know totally surreal now your fans love you from happy days uh and of course glee you have so many tv credits um and directing which i'm fascinated i actually knew about your directing oh, and did doing you? research for this show oh okay but i know but you directed shailene woodley in her first film i did yes we actually have some, some pictures from um from that set she was so young she was 13 years old and 
It was her first, and um, it was down to two actresses, uh, you know, that we were considering for the role. And uh, there was one gal that was on a current TV series, and she had a real comedy kind of feel, you know. And the movie was a comedy, but the relationship between the father and the daughter, that she was playing the daughter of the lead, um, you know, I didn't think it was, it was not as important for it to be comedic. I thought it was more important for it to be real and sensitive and, and a connection, an important connection between them. So there were a lot of people in on the team that were pushing for the gal who was the comedic actress because she was good. She was very funny and all that. But Shailene came in and I was just sort of really taken with the level of honesty that she brought to it and sensitivity. And I said, no, I'm, I want to go with her. So that's how what happened. I went against everybody and I cast Shailene and then you know, some five, seven, eight years later, she's really taken off, and I'm so so proud of her, and and I'm just happy that I had that experience, and I'm just, it's great to see what she's doing now. Have your fans been able to transition from you being an actor and a director, and now you singing? Yeah, because you sell out pretty much wherever you perform, and you performed in so many different venues. Your audiences love you. Must be it must be a great experience for them to see you in a different light. Yeah, I, I you know I think people don't know what to expect at first. It's like maybe it's curiosity and 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 um, you know support and all that, which is great. But then the biggest reaction I get is we are totally blown away by what we just saw because they did not expect. But that but this was like I said, this was what I started out to do. So it's not like some novelty thing. It's in you your know. bones, right? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not like, oh, oh I'm gonna try singing now. I mean this is what I <laughs> yeah. from the time I was nine years old I was singing, you know, over and over to records in the house and and on and on and on and went to school in Manhattan and and you know, for the dancing, singing, acting. I mean I I pursued it, you know, fervently. With 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 a single mindedness, you know, that's what you have to do. What I love, and this is what I love about Brandon and James, uh, you're, you're singing songs that people know from other eras and, and from different genres, um, but you make it your own. You're not just recreating like a crooner voice, like oh, I'm impersonating Frank Sinatra. You bring your whole life and and your passion, and that's what you guys do with your covers that you do, um, in which we're going to see in Wicked Games, of course, the Chris Isaac um, song. It's this passion. Now, when you approach a song that's been done before, and this is for all of you guys, and you know people expect a certain way for it to sound, what's your first step in approaching this song? Um, I think just to – we just get together and we workshop it, um, and we don't really – What does that mean? It, it means we play through it, but we don't, we don't have any – structure or parameters necessarily and we just kind of see what comes out and how often, you feel yeah yeah and how it feels and we try to feel the music and often from there an arrangement that he'll write um will be born out of ideas of oh this is cool we should put the mm -hmm. key change here we should slow this up there or whatever yeah um, often we'll start with it how it is originally um sometimes we'll start with like a completely new idea in mind but sometimes we'll just start how it you know sounds to people and then often it will just go in a completely different direction and because we're there's such duality in what we do with the cello and the vocals being equal parts it's been really interesting to i mean i think some of the arrangements that we've come up with because of that um concept that we've created have surprised us even yeah 
when I just say I listen to you guys over and over and over. It's amazing music if you just want to sit and relax, but it's also motivational music too. Like if I went to the gym, I'd listen to it. <laughs> but it's it really tells a story, and I love the fact that you said your voice and his cello voice. It really is a duet between you guys. Yeah, it's been it's it's uh, been interesting for us because obviously when you're a singer, you get words to help with your part of the story whereas I just have notes <laughs> and, and, and expression I guess it's, uh, and, and to try and uh, make us equal voices when that is kind of how the, the cards have fallen then it, it's, it's, been, it's been tricky but an interesting and kind of entertaining process So Don how, how do you approach a song that's been done over and over? Well that's a good question I mean I feel like you know I've been influenced by all the greats and for some reason, I seem to be able to, like, on an unconscious level, pull the best parts and, and the parts that appeal to me from all of them and then mix my own, mm-hmm. my own feeling into that. And then it becomes something a little different. And, and it's, but there's definitely the influence of, of, of those people that I owe a lot to. But 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 I'm, it's weird. It's because I, a lot of people say you've really made it your own. You've really made it my own, and I'm like almost not even aware of that of how that happened. I just you know I just it just comes out. And I, I mean I I do sit with the producer like when we did the album, and we spend a lot of time talking about. To me, the arrangements are everything. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely, know, the arrangements are so incredibly important. So we've talked about the approach. You know, so I, I I have a lot of input in that. So then of course your own you know, your own instincts come through th- with, when you when you when you collaborate with somebody like that. And then it just becomes something um, like a hybrid of all that and your own persona. It's organic. Yeah. Yeah, and I love what you're talking about, the process that you guys do, where you're not even sure. You just start somewhere, and then just it's a very organic thing that sounds like you just see where it goes, mm-hmm. and that creative, those creative impulses come in, and, and then you come up with something new and different. And mm-hmm. That's what's exciting. It is. And it feels fresh, and it feels like your own then yeah. also. I know yeah. we keep saying that, but it really does. Well, yeah, the song becomes – it's a, the feeling it's, that you put into the song. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a recreation. Your, it's your own feeling. It's, it's only, part of the only one. Yeah, you're the only one that felt that when you made that. Yeah. And it should tell a story. Like in musical theater, people are like, oh, it's just people singing songs. No, it's no. The emotion and so much has gotten so much to you, 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 you can't express it but sing it. And so every song – and this is what you guys do and Don in, in your CD – uh, Demos, mostly swinging. Mostly swinging. Um, there's a beginning, middle, and end to your stories in every song, which I, I love so much. So, Don, I'm going to uh, give our audience a treat. Oh, yeah? We actually have a, a few clips from your live performances at many different venues. Uh, so let's take a look Uh-oh. at Mr. Don Most. All right. Mostly swinging. Awesome.
sound of that band. Yeah, and that's part of the arrangement thing. Right. That's why the lady, that is why the lady, that's why ladies are trapped. Wow. Every day, every day. Every day, every day, every day, I have the blues. Let's keep this party polite. Never. Such a teddy bear on stage. You're just like so adorable. It had to be you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm telling you, get uh, Don Mo's mostly swinging. Um, such a joy. And your audiences obviously have such a great time. Yeah, it's been a great, incredible journey. And most live performers, you know, don't have the full big band. Number one, it's expensive. And we know, you guys know this better than anybody, too. Live venues don't pay that much anymore. No. So to put a big band together, that's hurting you in the pockets. It is hurting. Yeah. You know, I mean... You do it because um, you love it, and there's nothing like it that to have sound. a big band. That's so good. It's unbelievable. I've always loved the big band, and you know I don't do it in every show. I have a show coming up March 1st in, at Vitello's in, love Vitello's in Studio City, March 1st, and I'm in, where I was that one you just saw. I was just at Catalina's with the 17 piece band. Yeah, awesome. But but um, wow. but Vitello's, I'm going to do it with. Uh, like six pieces, and it's and but that's that's cool too. It's just a different mm-hmm. thing. Different awesome. Uh, we actually have a question from the chat room. Hello, chat room, Mama Rose. Well, that was the que- That was the question. We were wondering where um, he was going to be performing next. What's what are the next couple of places? Well, um, for, I leave on Friday. I, I'm going to be in Texas near Dallas, at, yeah. a, at a place called the Texan Theater uh, on Saturday. And then a week after at the State Theater in Bay City, Michigan. And then March 1st at Vitello's right here in Studio City. And I have an amazing special guest that I can't say who. March 1st? Not allowed. I'll be there. I have a a (laughs) singer, a jazz singer that is one of my female, that is one of my absolute favorites that's going to come up and do something with me. I am so excited. And we met. I, 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 I said, I'm following her on Twitter, and then she followed me back. And then I wrote her a message, and she wrote That's me back. That's how it happens. Oh. That's and then, so true. And then yeah. I said, and I said, I would love to sing with you. And she goes, well, I'll have to come and watch you sing, because she doesn't know me that way. 
And then five hours later. She la- do now. Five hours later, <laughs> she said, I would love to come sing yeah. with you. Uh, so. <laughs> now I'm curious to know who it is. I know. I really want yeah, to know. I'm going to check your Twitter. I know. Let's see who's <laughs> yeah, let's look up We're going to find following. out which first. Oh, this was in the private message. So. <laughs> oh, but, but we can see who you're following. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. You might. Mr. Don Most. There are no secrets anymore. That's true. Talk about no secrets. Uh, on the rocks, rapid fire. Are you ready? Uh-oh. We'll see. Yeah. We'll if, see. You could, if you could go back and star in any other classic sitcom, what would it be? The Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh, that's, that's so good. Yeah. What is your pre-singing ritual? Oh, steam. Um, okay. Steam. Um, I have certain sprays. Um, so to you do help the whole thing. Lubricate. Teas. I have you know a bunch of teas and a shot of... Scotch. I have, to I have, have two glasses of white wine. That that's my yeah. ritual. Two gla- like two just shots of vodka. Two glasses of two bottles. Like rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> for you, be rapid fire for me. It's taking my time. <laughs> uh, what would be the name of your biography? Oh God. Oh please, you somebody come up with something. I have no idea. I, I like that. Don's oh God, oh please. <laughs> what was there it? it is right there. Oh God, oh please. Oh God. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Amazon, are you listening? Now we've got it. <laughs> what is the worst date you've ever had in your entire life? Oh God. Oh, I I remember going to um, see a movie. Uh, wait until dark. Oh, Audrey that? Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn, Alan Arkin, right? Yeah. And um. And the gal that I she was... She didn't wait until it was dark? <laughs> oh this wasn't really the worst, but I mean, it was pretty... Um, so at the moment, at the, you know, the climax of the, the tension, I think when Alan Arkin like, comes he come flying out of the darkness... And, exactly what you're talking about, yeah. And, 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 the, and the girl next to me came flying into my seat, landed right on top of me. I mean, she was that freaked out. And, uh, that sounds it, like a good day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it wasn't really the worst, but I mean, it was just something that just... Hit me just now. I love it. Because I don't really have any ones that I can remember that were, you know, although if I think about them long enough, I might come up with some. Next time, I'll tell you the really bad ones. Okay. All right. All right. Um, If you were to audition for The Voice today, what would that song be? Oh. um, Birth of the Blues. That's a really good choice. That Sammy Davis did. Because I'm thinking about putting that into my... My act. Do it. Yeah. Might we perhaps see it March 1st? I won't be ready for that March 1st, okay. but but soon thereafter. But you're going to audition for The Voice soon, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, right. good. We'll know what song it is. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of The Voice and reality TV, Brandon, you had to perform America's Got Talent. I had Kitty Brucknell here last week, and she was on X Factor UK. Yeah. Having to share your craft in such a pop culture way in such a forced reality show way um, do you feel that you were able to really uh, work yourself as an artist no not entirely to be honest um, they give you 90 seconds so that's all you, all the time you have to show them and, and the performances are live and it's at Radio City and you know there's 14 million people watching at home and all you want them to do is to vote for you so you get to the next round so it becomes a little bit about a popularity contest and I always used to describe it uh, standing on that stage as like a cross between um, uh, what's that move Slumdog Millionaire mm-hmm. yes. and Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream <laughs> is one of my favorite all-time movies, and nobody has ever seen that. Oh, really? He has oh, the score Ellen for Burstyn, that. Are you kidding? Uh-huh. 
I have to see that. But you have to see it because Ellen. It's a movie you only see once in your life. Once you see it, I've seen it ten times. But definitely because Ellen Burstyn is one of my favorite. She steals. In fact, Aaron Brockovich, uh, Julia Roberts won the award over her. Stolen. You guys, please go watch *Rock and Fair Dream*. It'll blow your mind. It's heartbreaking. Actually, it's really intense. So. Watch it during the day with all the curtains open and <laughs> so <laughs> friends around. Exactly, right, yeah. yeah. So good. Jared Leto is in it. Jennifer Connelly is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wayans uh, actor, what's his first name? Damon. Damon. Marlon. Marlon. I think it's Marlon Wayans, but it's a total serious role. He's so good in it. Hmm. Wow. God, and the score. You know, it's the Kronos uh, quartet. quartet. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. But it was a great show. I mean, they they took great care of the artists, and they make sure that you feel comfortable and all that kind of stuff. But there's so much inner monologue that's going on, like, oh, shit, you know, basically. Now, did you feel like you had to modify your voice to fit mass America? No, no. And they were very upfront about it. They said, you know, our we're a TV show. Our number one objective is to produce great television. Um, with that said, we would never make you do something that you're uncomfortable with. And how, they never did. How much say did you have? Like, how much much creative control did you have? Um, I mean, they made the final decisions, but they certainly took a, most of my input in, and I don't, I don't really think we had an, anything to disagree upon. That's yeah. Cool. We have to talk about the video that we're about to see. Um, I got to see a sneak peek. You guys, this is totally different than your other stuff. Um, you guys travel all around the nation and on cruise ships because you're so just all audiences love you. Old, young, gay, straight, everybody loves you. This video kind of sets you guys apart, and I've noticed from your social media, you've gotten a little bit more political. You guys have more of an edge this year. What's going on? Is it a joint effort? or? Well, as far as social media and political things are, are concerned, I just felt like in the last few weeks, things have bubbled up so much that I felt like if we kept silent or didn't join the conversation, then we would be... Uh, it, it would look to people as if we didn't care. And, and I do care deeply, especially about this. James is Australian, so it's not the same for him. But you know, Australians don't care about anything. You're right. Well, it, it, it was, it was more, less about politics. Including and bathing. More, less about politics and more about human rights to me. And I, that's something we deeply care about. We, we wrote and recorded a song called You Belong that has to do with all of that. Um, Hashtag You Belong. Actually, go watch it yes. on YouTube. It's, it's awesome. But as far as this video being a little more edgy... Yes, it is kind of a departure as far as the storyline is concerned of, of what um, is in the video. The The music is very much representative of what James and I do and what our sound is. And we're very proud about that. Um, a, a perfect litmus test is we showed the videos to our moms. And <laughs> Oh, my God, I want to hear the story. <laughs> Actually, well, I only just showed it to her this week because I, it, I, it took me a nervous. long time to uh, yeah, get out the courage to, to do it. Brandon showed it to his mom months ago. I did. And she said, are you, Brandon, are you sure the world's ready for this? You know, that's a good question. If I might share, I did show it to my mom because she's one of your biggest fans. Um, and she was like, wow, this is so different. And you singing in Spanish, which is cultural to you. But you guys... A little saucy. It is a little saucy, but the song is a little saucy, you know. And we wanted to be true to the the what the song is about and and the yeah how that how we interpreted that. And then the story that is associated with it is something that is not necessarily that we have experienced firsthand, but we know is out there and that people have experienced it. And and we wanted to yeah do something a little different. Yeah, and I mean not to talk psychology, but I had a come to Jesus moment a couple of years ago after like a, a life seminar. I just moved back to Los Angeles and was having a rough time struggling with getting more work and that kind of stuff. And, um, I'm openly HIV positive and have been now for 11 years. And 
um, the most recent music video we made, You Belong, uh, I, I hold a sign that says that. And it, I just decided that it was so important for me to be myself and to, to take off all the shame that I've been carrying around with me forever. And I, I feel like this video is also representative of, of things that happen in life, in relationships. We're all flawed. We're not perfect. Um, these things do happen, um, and I don't want to give it away until people see it, but yeah. um, I, I think it's important to, to just be who you are and, and not be ashamed of it, and I spent 30-plus years doing that. So Then there's a lot of people today who still feel like they can't be who they really are, and that's that's sad. Well, I'm a skinny woman inside me. That's, that's <laughs> who I really am. Um, what made you decide – I know Spanish is part of your cultural background, but what made you decide to incorporate this into this song? Um, yeah, Spanish is part of my cultural background. Mexican that, and Mexican Spanish. Mexican and Spanish, yes. My, my family too, sweetie. Yes. Yeah. You're basically the same person. So we can eat tamales <laughs> together, yes. right, with our abuelas? I actually don't like tamales. <gasps> so oh. Give me back your Hispanic I like mole, card. though. The gay clutch. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> mole is delicious. It's, it's the chocolate, the right? Real mole. Yeah. I love Yes, I do now. <laughs> um, Spanish has always been close to me. I spoke it to my grandparents growing up, and it's just a language that lends itself easily to me and it's an easy language to sing in and I, I feel passionate and connected when I'm in in Latin countries James knows I, I just feel more at home and um, I've always wanted to record something in Spanish so I think the sexy nature of the song the kind of sultry nature lends itself to being in Spanish as well I think things often sound better in Spanish or Italian it's a romantic you know, right? yeah. yes alright so who directed this whole video like who was behind it do you guys sit down and storyboard it together we actually storyboarded it um with the director and the videographer there was four of us together we shot it in south africa in johannesburg when we were there uh in june and july last year and uh yeah the four of us kind of came up with the concept together we had a bit of an idea about what we wanted and the, yeah we just kind of worked on it together. but graham watkins is the name of the director he's a he's a young film director out of johannesburg in south africa and um matthew marinus is this incredibly talented musician and videographer and he did all the camera work um and it was just one camera in his slide and it was incredible the way it came out but they directed it we did storyboard it and they it was it was their idea to do something edgy um and sort of do an about face there's kind of a surprise twist in the in the story line of the video and james and i were pretty nervous about it at first because like you said we do have such a wide range of demographic and um, we always had such a good church boy kind of exterior. Yeah, that's how know. we were. That's how we were raised. And you may uh, dress like a Christian, and some similarities end there. And <laughs> yeah, the America's Got Talent audience tends to be a little bit conservative, even yeah. though I was openly gay on the show. Um, but your show is it's is is not about that. Like people know, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, no, it's a, it's. A, I mean, it's uh, honestly in some venues we don't talk about our relationship because we. We know that people might file complaints. And I think it's kind of sad, to be honest. I think it's sad, too. But, and you know, we all have our story to tell. Don, yeah, like, if you, you felt story, like you, know? you, were, you couldn't tell your story, then there's no point. That's what arts. It's about that, that passion. Yeah, that's sad that, you know, you feel you have to censor yourself or edit yourself. That, that, mm-hmm. That's crazy. It shouldn't be like that. No, it shouldn't. You're right. <laughs> um, so we're actually going to watch the video, but we're going to talk over it because I don't want anybody to have a clear copy. I want them to go download the song um, and watch the video. But I want you to walk us through the, this process. 
Okay. okay. I'll tell you what I was and thinking. And everybody, like, at like, each like, like, talk through it. I want to hear what you guys' response is. <laughs> this is the world premiere of uh, Wicked Games. I played a few Wicked Games. Uh, Monopoly, because I cheated. That's the wickedest <laughs> I've ever got. Monopoly's back. That's my back. <laughs> I recognize them all. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. Look at this finger work, though. It's the same finger work that I saw with you. Beautiful. I, I like that shot. Your velvet voice is intoxicating. Thanks. After the other shirtless people that have been on today, I feel slightly embarrassed right now. <laughs> Who's that? She's pretty. She's beautiful. She's pretty. She was a, a friend of the director's, actually, a, a up-and-coming actress in Johannesburg. And I think your audiences will begin to recognize the song, even though it's a different language. They're like, oh. Oh. You do that flip so well. Thank you. Oh, here's the cello. The duet. This is when the duet starts. So these apartments are in South Africa? Yeah, a friend of ours owns a city, actually. They built, built a city after their family name with 30,000 homes on it, and this is one of the locations. And then the performance shots at uh, a theater that they underwrote also. I'm obsessed with your jacket, by the way. I know, come on, fashion. That's a great jacket. I borrow it a lot. Caliber in Australia. Awesome store. The whole pace of this video, though, is so good. It, like, draws you in like you're in a dream almost. Someone told me today that I could play a villain <laughs> after watching that. Oh, the story being told with the That's instruments beautiful. alone is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh, saucy. I love you do it for voice. Love it. Remember how exhausted we were that day? Bags. And then we went to hear Bill Gates speak afterwards. Do you hear that note? Beautiful. Forget about it. Baz Luhrmann just had an aneurysm somewhere. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's this energy, it's this vibrance, it's this story that's being told. And again, I want to reiterate why we talked over it is because I want you to go to YouTube and listen to it fresh. I want you to download the song because um, it's so 
Oh, Don Most. I turned that off. It's Scott you, Bayo. He's they, like, can I be on this show too? <laughs> no, you cannot. And you totally did. I remember you were like, I need to turn it off. I so that's, off yeah, that's yes. Oh, oh, because oh, it's my wife, so we got through. Oh. Oh. She's like, I saw you got a bottle. You bringing it home? Happy <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, a lot of ghostly things happen here because of Sunset Gower. It's probably Gary Marshall texting you. He's like, good job. Well, um, that was beautiful. Thank, oh, thank you. you. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. So beautiful. Oh, come on. That's a little fancy. It's a little lyrical. I know. It is. <laughs> Brandon and James. In, in the right key. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It worked. It worked really well. <laughs> you hitting it, Soto Voce, and then hitting it full voice is so magical. Yeah. The playing that plays with his vocal is... is it was a duet. It was yeah, great. It was totally Thank a duet. You. Okay, rapid fire. Uh-oh. Who wants to go first? Oh, we're individual? Oh, yes. Because okay. we tend to... Talk at the same You're not time. getting away from it. Who wants uh, to go first? Oh, <laughs> I will. What is the worst gift that Brandon has ever given you? Nothing. Well, As in, no, like, yeah, no on a, for our first anniversary, I did this really great little video montage and bought him some sexy underwear and some other things, and he just didn't get but me anything. But to be fair, that was <laughs> so the year we that? weren't giving each other anything. Yeah. Was, it, was, it, was it an <laughs> actual I'm, I'm, anniversary, I'm, though? Was it like yeah. a year? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. and I made the let's not give each other anything rule, and then I yes. broke it. Yes, <laughs> so you just gave it all so to you right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, what is the most embarrassing song on your playlist? Um, I have a whole album called Gay Dance Out Anthems to da- to work out to. I went running to them yesterday, actually, and they really suck. <laughs> no offense. Oh, no. They're like cover songs of dance albums, dance anthems. Yep, so that's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> All right. So you're from Australia. What is one of your Australian customs that we in America would be like, what? That even you were like, because you spend a lot of time here. Yes. Like in Orange County, too. <laughs> yes. Um, an Australian custom. Um, What's it like at Christmas? Because it's 130 it's degrees. It's warm, so. yeah, but we st- we have, it's very British, <laughs> so it's not really Australian. I don't know. Um Playing cricket in the backyard. What does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> catching catching giant spiders on your door. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> if you had to play a full length concert with any one of the, your favorite singers, who would it be? Dead or alive? Sarah Bareilles. She's great. I fucking love her. Sorry. <laughs> uh, most embarrassing song on your playlist. We we I have a whole album of embarrassing songs. Uh, let's see. <laughs> you asked that one. Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you had to play one song from your set list when you guys are on the cruise lines over and over and over, it was the only song you could play for the rest of your life, what would it be? Just that song you just played. That was amazing. Um, <laughs> she, I never get tired of playing Hallelujah, ever. Yeah, there. It's so beautiful. That is a good one. Such you should team up with a shirt and violinist, and everybody would right? go crazy. We should. Brandon. Yes, sir. What is the worst gift that James has ever given you? Um, oh, bad gas on a long car trip. Uh, A gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) No, I can't. (laughs) And I lock the windows and make sure that he can't roll them down. It's like a Dutch oven. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Most embarrassing song on your playlist? Um, Oh, it's got to be like... I, I had a, an obsession with reality TV show contestants, so I've got like some really d- doozies from um, Susan Boyle. Y- yeah, 
Yeah. What is she What's doing his name? right she now, bangs. by the way? She I don't know. William Hung. Ricky Martin. No, no, William no but Hung. the guy that did William that Hung. William Hung, there you go. Yeah, yeah, William yeah. Hung. <laughs> I don't have him, but I have that pants on the ground. Pants on the ground. Oh, no, no, you have that one? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. That's a really bad one. It is. What is your pre-singing ritual? Pre-singing rituals, I never drink the day or two before performance. That's first. Um, I I do 30 minutes of vocal warm-ups and to make sure I'm hydrated. Do you I always do go like to the, the typical, like, ah, like, what's your... Should I give you a run-through? I know them in and out. He does. He hears them every day. Um, there's a vocal coach here in L.A. that I work with sometimes. His name's Dave Stroud. And um, it's different. It's a departure from a technique that I normally... Uh, was accustomed to I'm, I'm a trained opera singer so um but now that we cross over into so many other genres this this one really works well for me and it's about just um going w- well and above your range so that that way you in warm-ups that way you know yep. that you're confident you can hit the high notes in the performances so that's what i do um i don't really have any other rituals i i tend to take vocal rest so maybe f- Till twelve or sometimes three p.m. on the, the day of the show. Of my day. You don't I, talk. I don't anything? talk. No talking. No, because I sit just texting all day long. Although He's it, is, like, it is frustrating. That's his moment of zen. <laughs> it is frustrating when he clicks at me because so he wants to get my like, attention. I'm like, I'm or not. I'll, a monkey. Or I'll just text him because well, fan rumors say that you have a little bell. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's coming. Don't worry. Ooh, it sure isn't. Get like one of those dog clickers. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, what is a song that you guys do in your act that you know that it, it's a challenge for you? Because we all, as performers, we put in the easy songs that let we can let our voice rest a little bit. So what's a song you're like, oh, God, now I have to do this? So in one of our shows, we do this Phantom of the Opera medley, and it's th- something that James arranged, and it's really incredible. It was um, based on a Lindsey Sterling arrangement, actually. It's nine minutes of just epic, like, balls to the walls. It's the playing entire and singing. show, pretty much in nine minutes. Yeah, but he's just, like, ferociously in um, playing the cello, and, you know, there's all kinds of crazy heavy singing, and I do the whole Christine thing at the end with the big high notes, and it's just... Is this on YouTube? Like, where taxing. is this? We'll send you a copy. It's it, We do it in our shows. I have footage, but not here. I have to see this. Yeah, I want to see it. It's pretty too. epic. People go crazy. They stand up. I love Phantom Movie. And it's like sh- number four in our show. And right. people are standing already like, okay. Have to but, see it. But, you know, I don't know. American audiences in particular, for whatever reason, <laughs> if you sing a, a long note sustained or it's high, be it good or bad, they love it. They I love sing it. Mr. Cellophane, and you know, he does the I high play note. That. Yeah. Can you really? Yeah. Let's I, do I, it I, I, I can play whatever. the entire score of Chicago. Shut up. <laughs> Shut Why up. don't we just have a musical in here? <laughs> right? I think we should. And I then think we Don's going to come in and we're going we're gonna to do everything. Um, Brendan, if you could go back and record any song that a famous person made famous from the beginning of time to now, what would it be? Oh, gosh. That's a really difficult question. Um, I think I... I, I my grandfather listened to a lot of the Rat Pack, and I grew up with so much Rat Pack music. And I would love to record What Kind of Fool Am I that Sammy Davis Jr. recorded. Written by Anthony Newley. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Leslie Brookes from yes, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off, an old musical. Yes. Uh, that's your song? Really? R- randomly, it's my song. It's my jam. It's amazing when he sings it. Oh, it's great. Great. Um, you guys have the best PR manager uh, who has roses for us, so he's going to distribute these roses. We do Fuzzy Image Media. They're amazing. And, and Justin Baker is the CEO of the company. He's the bum. He thinks of 
everything before we think of it, and we're so grateful to have him. He actually, him. think of me. I feel like I'm on The Bachelor right now. Yes, who gets the rose? <laughs> Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. Um, we're going to go around the room Aww. and tell our listeners. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Oh, even Kurt. He's going to take it home and he's going to take credit and he's going to give it to his wife. Why is mine dying already? Is this like Beauty and the Beast? (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys seen the trailer for Beauty and the Beast? Uh, Oh, my gosh. Wait, did you see the trailer where it goes like... Where she sings and they move? Yes. Well, they put it side by side to the original. Yes. It's like exactly... I haven't seen it. Yeah, but... You don't don't hate it? Emma Watson? What's wrong with Emma Watson? Can she sing? She's Hermione and you'll say nothing bad. Kurt, thank you so much for tonight. James, where can our listeners find you together and separate? Brandon James is our name, or Brandon and James, but B-R-A-N-D-E-N, BrandonJames.com. You can get us on uh, social media at Brandon J Music. That wish Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all, all, of it. all that stuff. And your website is great because you can look at everything in one glance, even everything. some past interviews you've done with me. Uh, yeah, and we're selling calendars now, so if you want to. I saw that. <sighs> shirtless pick. but go to youtube and really uh wicked games is so beautiful thank you thank you thank you we're really proud of it we're happy yeah don most where can your fan favorites find you well donnymost.com and facebook don most and twitter at most underscore don yeah, yeah. Your, your Twitter's a little Go to DonnieMost.com because your website's really good. You have clips um, and you have your resume as director. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff on there. Yeah, and great <laughs> pictures from the set of, of Happiness. Yeah, yeah, there's some cool stuff. It's been such a treat to be able to talk to you. Oh, like, thanks. Great being here. I enjoyed it with everybody. It was a lot of fun. Thank it's, you, Don. Yeah. Stephen Daler, where can <laughs> – as if our <laughs> listeners haven't already been like, oh <laughs> – I, uh, on Facebook and Twitter, you can search Stephen Daler and you'll find me. And then on Instagram, I'm the only Stephen. The a big, only one. I the only one. <laughs> a big thank you to Mama Rose. Uh, Mama Rose, your Twitter is, um, it's sad. <laughs> oh, oh no. don't make your mom it, sad on Valentine's Day. Because yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't know how to use that. Twitter. If any of our uh. listeners want to help Mama Rose <laughs> with her Twitter, she's, she's all about it. But look her up on Facebook, Marcella Rodriguez. She's the best mom. Happy Valentine's Day, Mom. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. All right. We'll let you go back to your vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Kurt, as always, thank you. Fuzzy Media, thank you for our roses. Uh, My listeners, I have to give you a big thanks, and we have a big announcement. Um, We are now syndicated on Reverie. Uh, So Reverie now, you can see us on Apple TV, Roku. uh, Where else, Kurt? It has all the things there. Google Play. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's so excited. All the things. Anyway, we're now syndicated there. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. We love you so much. The shows just get more and more fun. We bring it to you. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love that. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.